welcome to Travel Trails. We are always glad to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to you. One important way to share about our Lord is through Bible prophecy. It isn't easy to understand and it definitely isn't easy to teach, so we appreciate our guest today. Fred Evans is going to teach about a vision that the prophet Daniel had in the Old Testament. Some parts of Daniel's vision has already happened, but parts is still to come. Whenever future events are discussed, there is going to be some controversy because God revealed but concealed many of the prophecies in the Bible. What that means is God has revealed it to us what's going to happen but concealed exactly how it will happen. You might notice prophecy teachers differ on specifics on some events, but they do agree that the Bible says those events will take place. Let's join Fred as he introduces today's teaching. Well, it's a privilege again to come and open the Word of God because this is what we need in these last days. So today I'm going to share a little word on introduction to this topic of the rapture. I'll be talking about the end times. So the first part I'm going to talk about is the vision that Daniel had. It says in the Bible, a period of 70 sets of seven has been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish their rebellion, to put an end to their sin, to atone for their guilt, to bring in everlasting righteousness, confirm the prophetic vision and to anoint the most holy place. Now listen and understand. Seven sets of seven plus 62 sets of seven will pass from the time the command is given to rebuild Jerusalem until a ruler, the anointed one, comes Jerusalem will be rebuilt with streets and strong defenses, despite the perilous times. After this period of 62 sets of seven, the anointed one will be killed, appearing to have accomplished nothing, and the ruler will arise whose armies will destroy the city and the temple. The end will come with a flood and war and its miseries are decreed from that time to the very end. The ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. But after half this time, he will put an end to the sacrifices and offerings. And as a climax to all his terrible deeds, he will set up a sacrilegious object that causes desecration until the fate decreed for this defiler is finally poured out on him. King Nebuchadnezzar in the Bible, in Daniel 2.29, it says, As for thee, O king, thy thoughts came into thy mind upon thy bed. What should come to pass hereafter? This king, he was wondering what 
would happen in this world in the future. Fred referred to King Nebuchadnezzar's dream in the second chapter of Daniel. This is a well-known passage to students of Bible prophecy. The king had a dream about a statue made of many different materials, a head of gold, chest and arms of silver, belly and thighs of brass, legs of iron, and feet mixed with iron and clay. The king was very troubled because no one could interpret the meaning of his dream. Finally, through wisdom from God, Daniel was able to explain it to him. Basically, the various parts of the image represented world empires throughout history all the way to the very end of time. The dreams ended with the image being smashed by a stone. This stone then becomes a great mountain that fills the earth. That stone is, of course, Jesus Christ, who will one day rule the whole world as the King of Kings. That's just a very brief summary of the dream and the image and its meaning. Now, let's return to Fred as he continues to share about King Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel. And he was a powerful king, and he destroyed Jerusalem. And Daniel, at this time, he, he was an advisor to the king. He was a wise man. He was set up for this time by the Lord. And while he was in Babylon, he had a vision about 70 weeks. Now those 70 weeks were important, and they are important for us today to understand. Daniel was chosen to have this dream, this vision, so that we could learn from it, so that we can learn also what's going to take place in the future. It says here that the first seven weeks of Daniel's vision, this was the time that Jerusalem was rebuilt, that was destroyed by the king of, Nab king of Babylon. And it took seven weeks, but which was not really seven weeks, but according to how the Jews count time, it was actually 49 years to rebuild Jerusalem. And then time moved on until what the Bible says when the Messiah was killed. Time moved on 62 weeks or 434 years. The Messiah being Jesus, he was crucified. Before Fred continues about Jesus being crucified on the cross, let's summarize the 70 weeks of Daniel's vision. It could be a little confusing with weeks being years and with them broken up in different parts. 
The Hebrew word translated in two weeks refers in general to any group of seven. In this case of Daniel's vision, it refers to units of seven years. As Fred said, the first seven of those units for the nine years are about Jerusalem being rebuilt and that began in the middle of the 5th century BC. From there, going ahead in time, 70 units or weeks, and then 62 more, which is a total of 483 years. Takes us around 30 AD. Somewhere around that time period, Jesus entered Jerusalem, was crucified and buried, and then rose again thus proving he was the anointed one mentioned in the prophecy. Finally, the last group of the seven years in Daniel's vision have not yet happened, but will occur in the end times. Fred will discuss this later, but now he continues to share about Jesus on the cross. It says in the Bible that it seemed like he accomplished nothing. And the people today, many people, think that Jesus accomplished nothing by dying on that cross. Even our First Nations people think that it, Jesus accomplished nothing by dying on that cross. Because of the rejection of the blood, because of the rejection of the Son of God, but on that cross, he accomplished a great thing because by dying on that cross, he was the Lamb of God who came into the world for the sins of the people, whom John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world.
His precious blood, my Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. I was so lost, I should have died, but you have brought me to your side to be. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, my Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. And then it seemed that from the time when the Messiah was killed, that God stopped his time clock. And now today, we're living in what is called the age of grace, where man does anything as he pleases. He speaks the way he pleases, and God is silent. He said, I have held my peace. But one day he said, I will cry out like a travailing woman, and then he will move. As he moved in the days before the, before the flood, he was silent for 120 years. Plus, he gave the people an extra seven days. And then he moved. He let the people know that he is God, that he is Lord. And one day, after the age of grace in which we live, God will move. And the next event on God's calendar is the rapture of the church. And then we'll begin the 70th week, the one week that's, that's remaining. You see, 69 weeks have already passed. There's still one week left of Daniel's vision. And this will start immediately after the rapture takes place. And it says in the Bible, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. It says unto us, a child is born. That refers to Bethlehem where he was born, where he came into the world. And the government shall be upon the shoulder. That refers to the millennium.
which we will look at at a later time. Millennium means a thousand years. Jesus is going to reign for a thousand years upon this earth. The another scripture says in Isaiah 61, verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord means Christ's earthly ministry. When he was here on the earth, he did ministry. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Your love, your love, your love is holy. Your love, your love is pure. for this vision that Daniel had because it helps us to understand what plans that God has for this world. 
You see, God is a God of order. God has everything in place. God is always one step ahead of man. He's one step of everything that goes on in this world. And he has great plans. My friend, the important thing is that you and I get ready. That you and I prepare. Because God has set everything in place. He has sent a Savior. He has made provision for us to be saved. He has given the best that he has, his very own son, the Messiah who was killed, that Daniel had a vision about. So my friends, I thank God that one day the end of sin will end one, one day. And this is the purpose of the 70 weeks, that sin will end one day. And also that it makes it possible for people to make peace with their God. There's still time today that you and I can make peace with our God by calling upon the Savior, by calling upon Jesus, like the publican in the temple who said, Lord, forgive me a sinner. Like the thief on a cross who said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. So you can make your peace with God yet today. And also, the purpose of the vision was to prove that the prophets who prophesied everything is right. And then everything will come to pass. And has come to pass already some of it. And also to prove that Satan does not rightfully rule this, wor rule this world. But that Jesus is the ruler. He's the king. Let me add this. Sometimes people ask me, help us fight for our land. I say, no, thank you. I'm in a different business because it's all going back to the rightful owner anyway. That's the Lord. This is his world. And also, another purpose is to destroy Satan and his man, his man who is the Antichrist. He will just be destroyed one day. And the final thing about this vision is that the millennium will be in this world. Immediately following the great tribulation and the second coming of the Lord, the millennium will begin. Where Jesus will rule as the rightful king of this world. And people will see who he is and his righteousness and his rule will spread worldwide just like that big rock Daniel saw in his vision that grew and is spread worldwide.
Thanks to Fred for sharing about Daniel's vision and how it relates to us in these current times. You may hear teachers who have different opinions of the fine details of the end times, but we don't need to let these things divide us. Let's focus on the big picture of prophecy. Fred pointed out the purpose of Daniel's vision included revealing the plans of God, proving the accuracy of Bible prophecy, and destroying Satan and the Antichrist. However, the most important purpose that Fred shared is that we need peace with God. The very first step is to recognize that Jesus is the anointed one spoken of by Daniel, which means he is the savior of the world. Then admit you are a sinner. Ask Jesus to forgive you and invite him to be your Lord and savior. That is the beginning of peace with God. Please contact us if you'd like to know more about this. As we close today's program, May God grant you his perfect peace. Like a lazy days, gentle breeze, I know you'll keep me in perfect to breathe.